For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some Blunt Business with your host, And welcome back to another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. We've talked about insurance here on the program, and, you know, there's never enough time to go ahead and talk about it again. So we're here talking to my next guest, who works for one of the first firms to create a practice dedicated entirely to insuring cannabis businesses. And that's uh, from Chicago to Illinois. I'm here with the U.S. Cannabis Segment Leader for Hub International, T.J. Frost. T.J., thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate having you. Really do. Great information we have right now to talk about when it comes to Hub International Limited. It's a leading full-service global insurance broker providing property and casualty, life and health, employee benefits, investment, and risk management products and services. And now you're servicing the cannabis industry. Talk to me about what compelled Hub to come from mainstream to service the cannabis industry. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, <clears throat> as Hub, we've we've always stuck out as a you know as a top brokerage firm, and 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 one to get into the cannabis space took took a little bit of convincing. But they, you know, Hub as a corporation saw an industry that was really suffering and not getting the the attention that they deserved as as a, a quality of insurance programs and and uh, brokers. So uh, we made the, the decision a few years back to really put our stance into the industry and made sure that we were an advocate in the space. And what we did with, by that is we built out different verticals throughout the organization, and one being cannabis. Um, and we've recently expanded into hemp over the last, you know, 16 months, I should say. So mm-hmm. we have dedicated producers we have, that are only focusing in the cannabis space. We have dedicated claims, risk managers, um, 
account managers. Uh, we've we've really built a full practice around the cannabis industry. Now, give me uh, some background of, the, of what yeah. you did prior to the cannabis industry. Talk to me about what you've done in terms of North America, the scope of the size of, of uh, what you do in terms of clientele, the number of uh, the amount of employees and the amount of uh, customers that you service every year. Just give me the scope of that because I don't think people know how big Hub International is. Yeah, so Hub as a as an organization, we have about 450 offices, uh, roughly about 15,000 employees. We're international. Uh, you know, we started in Canada in the late 90s, and then we expanded in um, into the U.S. We're we're built um, as a very family oriented organization, um, and so our you know our 14,000 employees and our 450 offices are always expanding because of the um, the the quality of, of work-life balance that is here and, and what Hub really focuses on. So, um, you know, we're the top fifth largest insurance brokerage in the world and we're the largest privately held insurance brokerage in the world. So to have a company like ourselves joining the, the cannabis industry definitely took a, a huge stance in, in our opinion. So I noticed that you're, you have offices in 40 states. Are all those states where at least some form of cannabis is legalized, medical or adult use? Yeah, so we're currently we insure in 33 states and seven countries when it comes to cannabis and hemp. Okay. Um, that's obviously grown over the last year, but we're servicing about north of 350 cannabis clients right now. Fantastic. Wow. So now... Your cannabis industry brokers and risk control specialists, they offer insurance and risk consulting services in both the U.S. and Canada with the ability to uniquely manage cross-border risks to maximize growth and profit. Now, you make mention of this in an article that was written on the blog for Hub International. Quote, we understand the associated risks with this emerging industry and the constantly changing regulatory environment. From financing roadblocks and a still evolving liability landscape, the cannabis industry is growing rapidly. Businesses want to make sure they're covered, end quote. Now, take me through a list of some of the issues that your team regularly handles for the cannabis customers that you have on retainer. You know, the, the <clears throat> currently right now, the biggest issue is because, you know, we've been doing this for a number of years now and our name's gone out there as the premier cannabis uh, broker, we're getting a lot of new accounts where they've been suffering in the past with coverages and laps in coverage and forms. And, um, and so we've been really trying to pick up those pieces. So we've been focusing on that a lot. Typically our clients have been with us now for, you know, a couple of years. Uh, you know, we've had clients for the last six years in cannabis really, and their programs are, are set and cruise control. Um, so to say, but it's really picking up the pieces of the new accounts and, and putting them together in more of a holistic approach uh, and program that we see would benefit them. Now that changes international exposures and, and U.S. exposures, of course. And you know we've we've done a really good job taking and being a part of um, U.S.-based companies that are going publicly traded on the CSE, and that's a huge transition. So, so to be able to have offices on both sides of the U.S. and Canada has has only uh, been a big strength of ours. Fantastic. So I'm here again with 
T.J. Frost, the U.S. Cannabis Segment Leader for Hub International. Coming up after the break, we're going to go ahead and talk about clearing the haze surrounding cannabis product liability risks, how to avoid the costly business risks of transporting cannabis, and a number of other issues we have coming up. We're going to go through some of the things that Hub International has talked about publicly, and we're going to share that information with you with T.J. Frost here on Blunt Business. Be back in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. Ah! (laughs) Hey, we did it. We did it. Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with T.J. Frost, the U.S. Cannabis Segment Leader for Hub International here on Blunt Business. So, like I said, there's a couple of things that we've noticed that you have written about, specifically for the cannabis industry, some great educational knowledge tools out there. One of the stories is about clearing the haze surrounding cannabis product liability risks. Summarizing what the story is about, it says product liability is one of the largest exposures the cannabis industry faces. Everything from product contamination to a DUI becomes a risk. Reducing the exposure calls for continued monitoring of business exposures related to cultivation, production, and distribution practices. Any examples you can share? Yeah, what what we mean by that is, you know, one, there's a big myth that you can't get product liability or insurance for the cannabis industry, you know, as a whole. Well, obviously, that's not true. We're, we've been seeing claims as an industry for the last couple of years now, but product liability is, in our opinion, one of the biggest pain points for the industry. Um, most 
companies that we are seeing out there in the marketplace are obviously buying product liability, but we need to make sure that we're doing a risk management approach with that and, and seeing if they're buying product from somebody else that doesn't have you know product liability and we got to go down the chain of command we always call it the snowball effect so uh, we want to make sure that if if we are buying product if we're buying batteries if we're buying cartridges or we buying you know even anything from labels if it's the wrong labels or the containers or uh, you know flour we want to make sure that we take a look at the whole program and the whole um, timeline of a transition of growth to delivery because there's a product liability claim from start to finish. There always will be. And we want to make sure that every party has uh, product liability. We've, you know, we've been in situations in the past that we've told our clients that they had to pull contracts with, with large, large, you know, retailers. We had a, a fairly large cultivator that sent us one of the retailers' uh, certificate of insurance. I took a look at it and I said, it doesn't comply with what we would like. And they pulled that um, they pulled that agreement from them, and that was a huge hit to them, but they knew that in the long run, it really was protecting their, their assets and, and their name. So, All right. Now, let's also go into how to avoid the uh, costly business risks of transporting cannabis. And also, I'm going to ask you about hemp in just a moment as well. But first, let's just talk about cannabis. You summarized the story by saying, quote, cannabis operations that use personal vehicles or transporting product create a significant risk for the businesses. Having the right insurance coverage and applying driver safety programs and background checks can reduce these risks, end quote. Now, tell me about the different scenarios that cannabis businesses need to deal with. Have you had to deal with any interprovincial, interprovincial issues with any of your Canadian clients? You know, not luckily, uh, luckily not yet, I should say. Um, auto is, you know, I would, you know, obviously, in my opinion, the two biggest, uh, I would say the two, the three biggest uh, pain points for the industry when it comes to insurance are, you know, DNO coverage, auto, and, and product liability. And the auto coverage right now, it depends on if you're vertically integrated state or um, if you have to use distribution companies. But we've seen companies in the past that have, um, you know, logos of, of cannabis on a uh, blue tech Sprinter, Mercedes Sprinter that's delivering product. Uh, you know, that's just that's just asking for for something to happen. So we want to make sure that one, they're not using their personal insurance; they're actually using corporate insurance. Um, that there's bill of ladings actually involved. How they're protecting the cannabis if if they are delivering <clears throat> money or cannabis, which can be both. But how are they separating product? They're not just delivering for one client. So how do they separate that product? Is it, you know, is it by containers? Is it by safes? So we want to go through the whole um, business per performance of, of, of a dis, uh, distribution company. So, um, you know, cargo insurance, crime insurance, background checks, you know, you're, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially in a vehicle with an employee at any given time. Well, where'd they come from? You know, we got to do a little bit of due diligence to find out that we're hiring the right staff, that we're putting in the right safety protocols. Are we using LoJack? Are we using cameras? Are we using, you know, technology-driven vehicles? Or are we using, uh, you know, old older uh, Priuses versus Mercedes Blue Tech vans versus, you know, safeguarded? And so we got to make sure that we put the right... Uh, foot forward when it comes to distribution. We're we're already in an industry now that 
that's under the microscope and there's still a little bit of a gray area there. So anything that we can do to, to protect it and be an advocate in the space and make us look a little bit better than any other industry out there, we're going to try and fight for it. One of your colleagues is Josh Smart, North American Practice Leader and Chief Sales Officer for Agribusiness Food and Cannabis with Hub International Limited. Now, he did a Q&A with Cannabis Industry Journal talking about the 2018 Farm Bill Legalized Industrial Hemp. And one of the questions was about transporting across, transporting across state lines, rather. Now, he mentioned that on paper, industrial hemp is legal across all 50 states and can be transported across state lines as any other commodity. And eventually we need to see if this is going to happen for cannabis down the line. So in reality, though, hemp is undistinguishable from cannabis to the naked eye. So that's mm-hmm. obviously why that would still be a very much focus for those that are working in hemp farming or hemp uh, cultivation, that they would still need your services in the same way as well. I want to point that out. Now, with the fact that it's undistinguishable Shipping an entire biomass directly from the field across state lines has a good chance of being confiscated. When it is confiscated, it's eventually returned, but there could be a significant lag in delivery. Storage is uncertain. Quality control can't be maintained. So farmers are now shipping their hemp in smaller, unmarked loads, forcing them to hold on the product for longer than usual. And he finishes up by saying that just with any emerging market, there's still a lot of doubt surrounding the growth and sales of industrial hemp. Many risks are unknown. On the flip side, industrial hemp offers small farmers and agribusinesses alike an unprecedented opportunity to get on the ground floor of a new crop. So do you see some of the similarities here in terms of uh, what kind of things can be done in order to comply better so that when you are trying to make sure that your product is secure and if you want to do the right things in order to avoid any risks that might be involved in transporting or handling any of your product, even if it's just from store to store, what are some of the mm-hmm. things they should be concerned about? Well, I mean, in, in regards to hemp for the transportation, it needs to go hand in hand with how cannabis is regulated um, for, for just the transportation part of it. Obviously, you know, hemp is primarily grown outside where cannabis is primarily um, in a more controlled environment. Um, so, you know, we do have uh, more and more farmers that are getting involved in the hemp space that um, are using the same routines that they used in the past for their other operations versus hemp. And um, so we're really focusing on how to risk manage that and mitigate, um, you know, claims and, and salute and trying to find solutions uh, before they actually happen. And it's similar to the cannabis space for us. When we started um, the practice, we spent, you know, a year to 16 months really learning everything there is about the, as much as we could, I should say, about the cannabis space, learning the policies, learning the forms, trying to figure out where the gaps are, what, you know, what the industry really needs a solution for. And so we're, Josh and I are spending a lot of time doing that in the hemp marketplace right now. Um, it's taking some time, of course. Uh, you know, the the first batch of hemp was planted, on, I think, six weeks ago. And so we're, we're really seeing that take full effect as, as of right now. But um, I agree with Josh in the small batches. I agree that the transportation of it, uh, because you're talking finished product of hemp, I think, per acre is going for around $250,000. Um, so we're talking about a significant amount of money here. Absolutely. Now, uh, with this fact that you entered the insurance market of, uh, I've asked this for a couple of different uh, 
companies that have done the same thing when you've come from the mainstream. Uh, has there been any kind of issues or any kind of uh, commentary, I guess you could say, from those mainstream clients that are seeing that Hub International is expanding into the cannabis business sector? In regards to other industries yes. and that we're, you know, how they feel about it. No, we, we've actually gotten a lot of uh, great feedback um, from our, you know, our other industries and clients, especially, you know, we, we, you know, I was saying earlier, we've, we broke out these verticals in different industries and we have real estate, uh, you know, we have hospitality, we have construction, we have agribusiness farm, we have all these different, um, you know, verticals. And it's funny that, you know, I would say, you know, out of 10 of these verticals, eight of them are actually touching cannabis in one way or another. You know, if it's, you know, our transportation department vertical or if it's our real estate vertical with large REITs that are out there for the cannabis industry. So we've seen some excellent feedback. Our clients haven't been concerned or worried at all. Uh, you know, we're moving as, you know, our, our as Hub International continues to grow. Uh, you know, this year we're the fifth largest broker, so we're not seeing any pain at all. Now, before we go into break, I wanted to just ask you as well, at our U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo, we actually featured a session on cannabis banking, but more importantly, we actually featured one of the few banks in the country that is doing full-service cannabis banking for their clients, Herring Bank, and John Cerny was the person that actually spoke to our uh, group that was there attending the show and listening in and getting some great feedback on the banking industry and just the fact that they're also in the same way. They're trying to go ahead and offer a service that is greatly needed and also offers legitimacy to the business. Now, TJ, you also made mention when there was an announcement, I'm looking at insurance business mag for this, that you made mention of how there's a huge misunderstanding in the cannabis industry about insurance coverage, which leaves businesses underinsured or even uninsured. Proof of insurance demonstrates operational maturity and is a key step in establishing ongoing financial and banking relationships, which clients need to keep growing their businesses. So talk to me about the idea of creating that operational maturity. And is that one of the main focuses that you tell these new cannabis clients? That's their importance of why they need to work with someone like Hub being one of the first in the forefront to offer this kind of service. That's a, I mean, that's, that's a great question. And so, you know, being, being in the forefront and, you know, um, I'm based out of Seattle. So obviously, you know, Seattle, Colorado kind of experienced it first as a recreational level. And so we were able to have those growing pains, you know, a few years ago and experience them. And now every state that's coming on and we're getting, you know, we're getting contacted by new licensee holders. Uh, we can walk them through the process of not only just licensing compliance and what they need, but here's what we've seen successful. Here's what we've seen fail. And so they come to us with almost their business plans or even their build out of cultivations or retailers or whatnot. And we'll sit there and say, Hey, we've really seen really good success with here with these guys or this HVAC company or this general contract really specializes in this industry. So it's not just an insurance play for us. It's really helping businesses succeed and, and actually grow. Uh, banking relationships. I got a Rolodex of banks that, that we can introduce to, you know, um, most of them are state chartered banks, Washington. There's, there's two banks up here. There's one in Oregon, there's one in Colorado and they're coming on board more often than not. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see that that's going to be a constant issue. I mean, the, the tax revenue alone for states is, 
you know, I think in the state of Washington, they've done almost $700 million in, in I think, five years. That's absolutely incredible. So, I mean, they're, they're obviously the banking is, a, is an issue, but when states come on, that, that solution comes. But um, from an insurance and, and regulatory standpoint, we, we've been doing it a long time, and it's so um, it just comes natural to us where we can really sit and have those educated conversations. Especially, you know, a, a lot of times we're finding new, newer states on, like Missouri right now. We're getting inundated with leads and, and calls and emails on, hey, can you walk us through this process? Hey, this application says that I have to have insurance in place before I get my license. Well, here's the letter. Here's what we've seen successful. Here's the broker that you've chosen, Hub International. Here's their background. And it really, really puts them to a, a higher level. And we have that respect in the industry. We're here with TJ Frost, the U.S. Cannabis Segment Leader for Hub International here on Blunt Business. Coming up after the break, when we wrap things up, we're going to talk about our friends up north and why Canadian cannabis retailers need legal defense coverage. We're also taking a moment to talk about the team at Hub International as it's handling the cannabis and hemp industries and some information about that as well for all of you that are interested in learning more about working with Hub. We'll talk about that right after the break here on Blunt Business. Stay with us. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. 
We're back with final questions with T.J. Frost, the U.S. Cannabis Segment Leader for Hub International here on Blunt Business. Thanks again for joining us here, T.J. Great information to offer. And again, I want to just direct people to go to the website, hubinternational.com. And these articles that I've pulled up from, just real quickly, where can they go ahead and look for that from? And where they can find those on the website itself? Yeah, so they can actually go to hubinternational.com and they can go to our industry section. Um, In the industry section, you will actually find um, agribusiness, and in the agribusiness is our cannabis section. So uh, you can also just Google Hub International Cannabis, and these articles will also pop up under the Google search. That's how Uh, it showed up for me, as a matter of fact. That's how I put all those stories together. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, just to go and give you a little bit of the background on how your team is handling the cannabis industry and how it's being managed. So the cannabis insurance and risk services are being managed by yourself, handling the U.S. segment, Phaedra Andrusiak, who's handling the Canadian segment, and you're going to be working with standard and surplus lines carriers to cover the cannabis industry across North America. Now, Andrusiak said this about when it comes to the Canadian market. So it continues to change at an unprecedented rate with the advancements in medical use and the legalization of adult use, which is opening the door to a fast-growing marketplace and booming risk factors and operational pressures. Hub is the trusted advisor, truly taking the time to understand this industry, committing to providing relevant support and solutions to our clients. Now, to preface about Canada, you mentioned the story, like I said, before the break, I talked about why Canadian cannabis retailers need legal defense coverage. I think that's a pretty obvious question, and personally. This is the summary on that story. Quote, Canadian cannabis retailers face significant exposure in light of both federal and provincial regulations and penalties governing cannabis sales. Having adequate legal defense coverage is critical to minimizing risk as sales increase. So, can your team already share some of the issues you've had to work with for any of your Canadian clients, the kind of obstacles that the Canadian governor bodies, Health Canada or the, uh, the Bureau there, what they put in the way in terms of the need for legal defense coverage? I think, you know, to, I can speak on that um, briefly. Phaedra sure. is, is our practice leader up in Canada and she actually has an executive liability background. So she, she would be better suited for this question, but uh, you know, really what we've been doing in Canada with, with um, defense coverage and and talking about it is that uh, we do it as more of a consultative approach. We actually, you know, because it's very confusing. Okay. And so our clients that we have been interacting with that are based in Canada, that we're not U S and they're actually based in Canada, have the retail operations they are still confused on how how to um, circle through the weeds of the you know of the federal cannabis act, and so uh, Phaedra and her team up there sit and sit and do a consultative approach and walk through. Hey, this is why we need this. This would be happening if this this ever takes place. Here's how we can prevent a loss, or here's how we can prevent a claim in the future going forward. So it's you know it's always a, a growing um, trend to keep learning on anything federal um and so phaedra and her team do a great job so just to preface for everybody out there that is interested in learning about hub international and what they're doing for the cannabis and hemp industries the proprietary offering will be hubs agribusiness and farm specialty practice it'll offer medical and adult use cannabis organizations including producers distributors and retailers the chance to get comprehensive coverage to reduce their risks and liabilities with that said 
take us a little bit into what you're able to offer just for now our u.s customers since that's your segment your sector tell us a little bit about some of the services that you work with with your team to provide for reducing risks and liabilities and also take a minute to talk to our listeners about where they can learn more about how they can get involved and how yeah. absolutely so um you know, obviously, you can reach out to us by hubinternational.com under the industries tab and go to agribusiness and cannabis. Um, we have some intake forms on there that we can learn a little bit about your business and um, start from there. And, and like I said in the, earlier, it's a consultative approach. We want to make sure that we learn the ins and outs so that we can provide the right coverages and have the right conversations. So, what we're offering is is really a, a holistic approach. There's not a line of coverage that we really can't offer. So uh, we can do seed to sale anywhere from general liability to outdoor crop insurance. We can do workers' compensation to employee benefits. We can do directors and officers, EPLI coverage. I mean, anything in, in between we can offer. Um, there, you know, we haven't come across a line of coverage that we can't tackle. I should say, and so. With that said, I, I, you know, we want to make sure to to be an advocate in the industry and help it succeed. So I, you know, you there's a lot of carriers that stick their foot in the water. And what we've done is we have a short list. We have about 26 carriers right now that will actually insure the industry at certain level or not another. And we don't paint it as a one-year picture to the carriers. We paint it as a three-year picture because we want to make sure that they're in it to to actually insure the space and not just collect money and premium and we've had that happen in the past over the last few years we'll have a carrier in for a year they'll collect money and then we're like nope we're not doing it anymore and we have to find and scramble again so it's really about painting a, a larger picture um and so i would say to you know to the general public of the the cannabis industry is really finding the right cannabis insurance company as a broker to be there on your side that they they spend the day in day out and know the industries know the ins and outs and know every policy that's out there because there's there's some great policies out there and there's some very very mediocre policies out there that you could be paying for coverage and if a claim ever happens they're never going to pay it so we want to make sure that we're doing this correctly sounds good so again hubinternational.com look for agribusiness and cannabis under industries on the website you can read all the blogs that tj and his team have already put together some great information there and that should get you triggered enough to say you know what we're going to work with these guys so again uh tj frost who is u.s cannabis segment leader for hub international thank you so much for being with us here on blunt missus this week and i really do appreciate it and we hope to keep up and learn more you know, when things happen down the line, say the Safe Banking Act comes into play, maybe that's something that might actually happen, or some new rules and regulations that might benefit from an assurance standpoint, we will definitely reach back out to you. I appreciate it. Thank you again for the time. Hey, my pleasure. So thank you all for listening in for this edition of Blunt Business. You can download past episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com, where we're the wonderful show that really, the network that takes care of Blunt Business and brings it to you every week. We're so thankful for their support. You can also subscribe to the show, rate and review for the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.